Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Big Red and More podcast. I'm your host, T-Bird. With me, of course, is my partner, Jaden. How we doing? Uh, it's been a while since we talked to you guys. Haven't talked to you since the end of the season. Um, a lot of things have happened, but we want to go ahead and come in with a um, special introduction on this podcast. We have a special guest. Our guest is Jaden. Sammy Quadja, right? Is that right? Perfect. Sammy Quadja, our new punter that we just got committed. Sammy, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How about you guys? Not too bad. What, I guess the first question, I this is my first time talking to a recruit, commit, anything like that. So I guess my first question would be, as a lifelong Husker fan, what what was the selling point for you to commit to Nebraska? I think um, overall, like, when I talk to coaches, um, they want to, they want to like push you towards the school, obviously, but they leave out some things. And I think talking with um, Coach Mossenbrucker, um, um, he was pretty straight up with everything. Um, I knew what my deal was and what I had to do, and um, I mean, he just told me everything right from the start. So nothing was sugarcoated. I just felt like we had a a great connection from the very first text and phone call we had so uh, so I was pretty comfortable with him and um, and then overall our relationship got better and then I just felt that Nebraska was a place that I had to be at so just to kind of set up this timeline how so we we just signed um Musbert what was his name again it's a special teams analyst. oh Jonathan Rutledge Rutledge okay so what was the coach that you said that you talked to again I'm sorry um, it was uh, the director of recruitment. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, Mossbrucker. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, so how does Rutledge, um, the signing of Rutledge, how did that affect you in any way at all? Um, I wasn't. I haven't uh, heard too much uh, about the coach. Um, it was really just me and. Uh, Coach Mossbrucker, um, um, with my situation was happening with uh, with Nebraska, I know that um, that the other coach was just going to be keeping an eye on me, making sure that I can compete at that you know Power Five level at Nebraska. Yeah. You know they hold a high standard, so um, my relationship was mainly just with Mossbrucker. Uh, I got you. Um, so, what were some of the other schools that you were recruited by, and how was that whole recruiting yeah, so, process? Um, so I was talking with uh, Oklahoma uh, with Coach Bendenbaugh. He's a offensive line coach. Um, coach Bobby Williams uh, over at Oregon. Uh, coach Wright at Indiana. Um, and the recruitment, like I said, you know, certain things are sugarcoated and and other things aren't. And to me, it comes down to the school academically, and then. Um, what the school represents as a football team. So, so you got recruited by, by some really good schools, and I'm sure like tradition and everything like that was more um, of selling points. But for you, it was more of the academics, and you know, more of where you. What are you majoring in? Yes, yeah, so I'm majoring in business and economics with a minor in medicine and law. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, you can go far with that. <laughs> yeah, Nebraska has an amazing business school. Yeah, so 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 say football doesn't work out for you. What's your what's your end goal career wise? Honestly, um, as a kid, I just, I wanted to be like an influencer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so start my way with business, and then eventually, um, travel the world. I used to live in Vietnam, um, and so I've seen what life was like in a third world country. I just want to, you know influence some of the kids there. I'm half Vietnamese, so it you know, means a lot to uh, to help little kids. Yeah. So my, my whole goal is to be an influencer. How how old were you when you guys moved here, and how did you guys end up moving here? So I was born in California. Okay. Uh, but I took, a, I took a gap year in between my 8th and ninth grade, and my whole family moved to Vietnam. Okay. Um, and it came back, repeated ninth, ninth grade. Wow, that's crazy. Like in a good yeah, way. It was, it was <laughs> an experience. Yeah, I bet that's wild. Yeah, we got you got two guys from Nebraska and Kansas City that have, you know haven't really adventured that far, so that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I guess special teams was kind of a kind of not one of our greatest strong suits last year i was about to ask did they you know uh when they were talking to you did they bring that up you know the struggles we had last year and whether or not you'd have be able to compete right away coming in well i definitely before i talked to schools i looked up the schools and do some research about the punters and kickers they have and i don't really go by stats as more as film because you have to take away like Stats is distant, you know, and what if they have a sky kick inside the 50 and has to land in, in the 10? You know, that's a 40-yard punt, but that's taken away from maybe his average of, like, 50. So I, right. I look more film and who the player is. Um, and I know they just recruited, just committed with uh, Tyler Crawford, a mm-hmm. great kicker punter. Um, and so I, I knew from the start, the situation that Nebraska is in. I know they have some great partners, and they just, you know, they have a transfer from Michigan State. So I'm, I'm just excited for the competition. Yeah, the the guy from Michigan State, what, what year is he? I believe he is a sophomore junior. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Either way, it was, Fairly young, but. it was a rough year last year as far as special teams go. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, we I def- mean, I'm oh, sorry. What were you saying? No, you go ahead. I was saying like at IFG right now. The second I got on campus from day one, it was competition for the national spot. So it's just something I think I I do better in in a competition environment. Love to hear that. So I'm, I'm, yeah, well, like I th- yeah, I, no, it's exciting. Yeah, anytime you can get anybody that loves to compete, when you can get a whole team of that, it's only going to make the team better. And so, I guess almost definitely. Yeah. So, what are kind of your first impressions um, of the team and some of the guys when you get in? I mean, I know, I know how you know we kind of got hyped up pretty big last year. Um, 
Start, and start you know we didn't year. we didn't have the greatest year you know definitely didn't hit the expectations that fans or the team I'm sure expected. What's kind of the vibe um, going in this year? Is everyone still pretty hyped up? To be honest, I know what Coach Frost is capable of. I think everyone is, especially you know his days back at. Nebraska, mm-hmm. and in terms of everybody, everyone being hyped, I'm not too like familiar with, but I know a lot of the players have, have hit me up already. You know, I already have that sense of brotherhood, and so I think as us players, we're hyped up for this season only because we have you know unfinished business to do, mm-hmm. and whether I start or not, um, you know, we just want the team to succeed at the capacity that, you know, it, it has the potential of. And so we're not – we care, especially now since I'm, you know, part of this Husker Nation and I've seen the family outside of the football team, um, we're just – I think we're focused on, you know, the road to the natty soon and just making our way there. I'm down for that. Yeah, you just you just make me drink all the Kool Aid right now that I can handle, and I love it. <laughs> I think that's yeah, that's that's what Nebraska football is. You know, we're not like it's not a team that you know you go undefeated and it's like you wait you go to the next season. It's like we go undefeated and we have our chance to play for a national championship game, and that's why people go to Nebraska. Yeah, love 100%. It. Well, Sammy, we cannot thank you enough for um, letting us reach out to you and you taking the time out of your busy schedule to talk to us. Jaden, you got one more? No, I was going to ask, do you have any questions for us? Um, as of right now, no. Okay. I just want to <laughs> you know, thank you guys for the time to, uh, taking out for talking to me, getting to know me a little bit more. I know there's um, I was reading some things off of Twitter and there's a lot of skepticism about me. Not many people know a lot, but it's it's good to, to talk to someone, especially Husker fans and, uh, you know, family now. Well, you know what they say, 98% of Twitter is made up of 2% of the Twitter population. So don't, don't <laughs> yeah. let the overreactors um, get to you guys. I know Adrian got off of Twitter last year during the season, and honestly it's the best thing you guys can do. Um, for, for every person that might overreact um, to every play that you guys have, know that there's 100 that are not overreacting and just not saying anything. So just just take everything that the haters say with a grain of salt and know it's not the majority. Most definitely. Thank you again. Thank you. you. No, thank you. And this has just become the official Sammy Quaji, uh, f- Quaja. Uh, Quaja. Sorry, Quaja. Uh, <laughs> uh, official fan club podcast. Podcast, too. there we go. So, <laughs> we'll put a hyphen after it. Yep. <laughs> but uh, thanks again, Sammy. We really appreciate it, and we hope you have a good night and good season. Thank you. Much love. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. Take care, guys. You too. Wow. Did you pause it? Wow. 
How cool was that? That's pretty cool. Oh my god, how freaking sweet was that? We just had <coughs> Sammy on. Was that not the coolest thing ever? Oh, that was awesome. So so nice of him. Oh, he's he's great. Yeah, just reached out, yep. you know. It was you just said, "Yeah, no problem." Came right on. What a great guy. What a great I'm guy. I'm excited to watch it. To I'm excited. Him. Yeah, I'm excited to watch his career. Yeah. I am too. It's you know, we've officially become the Sammy podcast you know you didn't want to try to butcher his name again i didn't i've had a couple beers so i'm gonna wait until quadja 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 like i I wrote it down as Mm k-w-a-j-a even though that's not even close to how it's spelled well (laughs) we're i'm just gonna call him sammy there you go that's probably probably as someone that got my own last name butchered my entire life i'm just gonna go with sammy but yeah god bless him uh, much love to Sammy. Hope everything works out for him. Um, but we are uh, an entire Husker podcast. So with that, what's we haven't we haven't been back for a it's, while. What? It's been a couple months, right? Yeah. So we went dark after after the last game. I think we did one no, more I season think we did, in the NFL. No, we did right after. Uh, what was the early signing day? Mm, did we get one in for that? Yeah, we did. Okay, I forgot. I about think that, that one. was our last one. Mm-hmm. So it's been since December. December. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while. So to recap, we've had a few things going on. Um, we got a list of topics. What's what's one of the first ones you want to go with? Well, the first one. Um, Let's just segue into special teams. Yeah, I mean we can do that. Jonathan Rutledge was hired as our special teams analyst. He yeah. can't. He can't coach. Mm-hmm. On the field, but right. he can do any, you know, he can game plan or whatever. He came from Auburn. Auburn, yep. So he comes from SEC, which right. is, you know, I like that. Um, I don't – probably should have done more homework. We're kind of flying at the – Well, here's the thing. The Everybody tonight, thought but... we were getting Sean Snyder from K-State. Yes. And then he ended up going to USC to take an actual special teams coordinator position. Yes. Where it's probably going to pay more and he gets to be on the field. And so – yeah, can't good bl- for can't, him. yeah, can't blame him for that. I was yeah, excited. For for, I was excited thinking he was coming. Um, Jonathan Rutledge. I mean, he seems. He, oh, he seems, yeah, yeah. He seems good. Seems fine. Yeah. I don't know much about him other than the whole Auburn thing. Um, do, do you know anything about him before Auburn? Or? Uh, he was at Missouri before Auburn. That's all I know. Okay, okay, I got you. So he's he's made his rounds yeah. in the SEC. So. Yep. You know, we're bringing some experience um, coming from a, an elite level. Not to say Big Ten's not an elite level by any means, but you know what I mean. It's not coming from a non-Power 5 It's not conference. coming from a MAC team. Yeah, so there you go. Um, yeah, speaking of other new coaches, what do you think about Lubbock? How, how did that land for you? Uh, I love it. Because I was never a huge Walters fan to start with. Okay. I don't know about you. Um, I wasn't against Troy. I wasn't against him. I just didn't. I for me, Walters wasn't the. I never put OC on Walters. It's no. more of a wide receivers. Not yeah, developing. and our wide receivers were underperforming. Correct. Yes. So I'm 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 excited to see what uh, Lubick can do. Well, and for me, the Lubick, the whole Lubick land is more of. He said he's more fired up after taking a year off, which I'm excited about that. And then also. Frost was already um, discussing and leaning on him for some things during the offseason. So the trust is there. The chemistry is there. 
And I kind of feel like if he's already leaning on Lubbock, um, he was out on Walters, meaning Walters was more of a wide receivers coach. And I feel like Lubbock is bringing more of wide receivers and the offensive coordinator okay, so aspect. Maybe with Frost Walters, make he, up decisions. He, Walters was, yeah, more of a wide receivers coach. Yes. And he didn't give very good input into the offense where – or, Frost, uh, Frost in his probably Frost's felt. Opinion. Well, no, Frost probably felt like the whole thing was on him. Sure. Where now he has somebody to turn to who he uh, is familiar with and has worked with before and thinks kind of the same way Frost does. Yes. So he 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 will you know get a little of that. Like I don't necessarily see Walters being a fall guy only. No. You know what I mean? No. Like, I just feel like I just feel like Frost is already advising with Lubick the way or Lubick the way that it already is. So so if the relationship's already there, I feel like he if if you're going outside of if you're already cheating on Walters during the season, then you know the re- relationship's already over type right. of a deal. You know what I mean? Like you're already stepping out on the relationship, so it was doomed. You know, it worked out for uh he for landed. Walters, he landed at uh, Cincinnati. Exactly. Ben- yeah. When was Zach so, Taylor? Yeah. yeah. He landed well on his feet. So. And yeah, it's not saying that Troy was a bad coach by any means. That's not what anyone's saying. It just felt like they just they just weren't on the same page, and it was just time for a break. Right. That's all. Yeah. So what do you what do you do? Um, and then also still staying on uh, special teams. So. So I think Sammy touched on on the guy um he's a special he's a special kicking specialist not necessarily a kicker I, what was the guy that said was a kicker and Crawford a punter. or something like that yeah he's a he's a kicking specialist right he's a kicker punter yes so that's exactly what we need we need a guy that can hit from 45 and in not necessarily anything beyond that we don't have to be crazy but hit from 45 in and kick it into the end zone for touchbacks every time well yeah we need somebody who can Mm-hmm. Instead of kicking it to the what twenty, exactly. This yeah, past we year. just we can't. You know, like, you know, you can hide. You can hide your special team coverage a hundred percent of the time if you're getting a touchback a hundred percent of the time. So yeah, you don't even need to worry about who's out on the field. You just kick it out of the end zone and exactly. Well, and there's there's so many variables that went into that. You know, we had a bunch of young guys. We had a bunch of guys that we were trying to only implement the four game rule on um you know the depth just special teams is more to be good on special teams is more of you your entire team has depth yeah. and i just felt like we just really lacked that the last couple of years well you and know? you know even on our kickoff coverages we had what was it nine out of 11 or 10 out of 11 were walk-ons mm-hmm. and <laughs> you can't have no that. you can't you really can't it's just it's just a lack of depth on special teams. And yeah. I just, you know, with each year that's passing, um, the more guys that we're able to redshirt and um, things of that nature, that that's how you create depth. I just mm-hmm. feel like we had to completely, um, not needed, but preferred to completely, um, you know, what's the word I'm looking for to redo the roster there? Um, just kind of flip it. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. We just needed to kind of, you know, out with the old and new with the new type trim, of a trim thing. the fat. Eh, <laughs> I, I don't know if I'd say trim the fat, um, but just 
go a different direction. Yeah. To put it nicely, I guess. <laughs> so, um, what are you? What are some of the biggest things you're looking for in spring ball? Like, like who are the guys you're excited for? What What defines a successful spring? What defines a disappointing spring? Like, where well, are you at a, on a all that? A successful spring is nobody gets injured. Uh, okay. You know, no season injury, injuries. Yep. Uh, there, the problem we have this spring is like the majority of the recruits, uh, the 2020 recruits, mm-hmm. we only have how many are early Just enrollees? a few are on yeah. campus, yeah. So our depth prior to them all showing up is lacking. Nah, can you, can you say that though with all the guys that we had from scholarship. last year though? Scholarship. I mean, look at scholarship running backs. How many do we have? That's one, that's one group. Wide receivers. That's two groups. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> but we are building depth in other areas. I yeah. would say defensive line is defensive a little line, low. Defensive line, no. Actually, that's fine. It's uh, offensive line, defensive line are fine. It's line, uh, linebacker. Linebacker. Especially running outside. Back, running back, wide receiver is all pretty low right We're now. We're deep on the secondary. Yeah, secondary is fine. Deep. Yeah. Wide res- or uh, quarterback, deep. Yep, quarterback's deep. That – uh, yeah, Smothers is in early. Yes. I am looking forward to that. Yeah, we're all excited about the backups. Yeah. Well, we and I, I'm excited to watch Luke still, you know. Yeah. I'm excited to watch Adrian. Adrian? Yeah. I'm excited to watch Adrian. I think he gets out of a slump. I, I, I really hope Adrian kind of, you know, he seemed almost too big last year. He's lightened up. I don't know yeah, if that's I wanna from see, the surgery I, or what. I want to see a, a lighter version. I, I felt like yeah. he was really slow last year. Yeah, he was definitely hesitant. I, yeah. seemed, I wouldn't necessarily say slow, but I would say he, Okay, slower than the previous year. I would just say he was less confident in his in his in in how he was running the offense. Well, it was, it, was it that or was it the offensive line that gave him no time? Well, that takes away from your confidence. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just I just felt like he was way more confident as as a freshman than he was as um, as a sophomore last year, but there were so many more variables last year, which we touched on game throughout by the, game. Yeah, throughout yeah, the year. We all know what they all were. We don't need to rehash it, but there's – the thing is, too, there's so many things that we just sit on our couch, watch a game, and guess. We have no idea what's going on. You know, it's pure speculation. We're just two guys in a garage with a couple of microphones. We don't know what's going on. We're you know? couch coaches. Exactly. So – um, there's there's so much that's going on that we don't know about, but at the same time, I if I had to guess, I would say it was just more of lack of confidence. I do like him bulked up more so that he can. I I feel like if he has all the variables in place to make him feel comfortable, confident, I like a thicker Adrian running around so he can run more confident, and not be worried about being hit. You know what I mean? To where when when the pocket does actually hold up for a good five seconds every time, but it, you know you have nowhere to go down the field, so you do have to run. You can take off with confidence, you know. Yeah, but I still want more speed. Sure, a hundred percent. I think we did get faster. Well, uh, well, you got to look at his freshman year. The only time he got injured was um, Colorado. Colorado, and they that cheated. Was, well, yeah, they twisted his leg yeah. at the, in the pile. Colorado so I, fans, you know who I don't you think are. he needs to 
bulk up. I think he was fine the rest of the year after he got over that. Okay. Yeah, I see you know where you're I mean. coming from. Yeah. A little bit. You think he was a little bit lighter, too, being a little yeah, bit. Yeah, a little bit quicker, right. a little bit lighter. I yeah. don't think he's scared to take a hit. I think. No, I don't either. I think regardless, be, his freshman year, he was big enough to take a hit. He was still a pretty big quarterback. Yeah, he's ain't small. Right. Yeah. So I don't. I didn't really feel the need for him to bulk up. What was it? Twenty. Twenty pounds last year. Ish. Yeah. Yeah. That that seemed to me like maybe too much, but eh, what do I know? Yeah. I mean, everybody's different. You know, everybody's body can handle. Right. You know, weight differently. So twenty pounds to us is not the same carrying twenty pounds to him. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to carry an extra twenty pounds. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, okay. So what, so what, who are the guys you're most excited about for spring ball? Spring ball. Let's see. Like if you had to pick a super six or do you even not, you don't want to rattle them all off right now. It's hard to think of them all. Well, if you're doing super six, I want to do true freshmen, but they're not going to be. Okay. Okay. So let's, let's, we'll break that up into two. We'll do that later. We'll start with, yeah, we'll start with. Who are you most excited about for spring okay, ball? Okay, so for spring ball, I already mentioned Logan Smothers. I want to see him. Yes. Um, I really wish Omar Manning was on campus. I'd say him, but he's not going to be there. Yeah. Um, who else? Alante uh, Brown. Alante Brown. I'm so hyped on Alante yeah. Brown. Yeah. And uh, Trevor Ro- – or who am I thinking of? Ty Robinson. Yes. So that's that's a big one for me is Ty Robinson and Blaze Gunnerson. I think they're going to shoot. is Blaze is Blaze on campus? Yes, I believe. But is so. he still injured? I think he'll be ready by the season starts. Right, but we won't see him for the spring. So you think he'll be more of a four game guy? Yeah, I think so. Okay, I that that's my guess. But if, if he comes high. out, if he comes out and. You know, I think he can ball out. Dude. If he balls out. He's got every opportunity in the world to get to own it and get the start. Oh, I'd job. love to see that. But I'm super excited for Ty. Um, you know, we've been hyped on him for, for at least a year and really been waiting to see what he can what he can do. He's right. got all the potential in uh, the world. Another one is Keem Green. Yes. I, yep. um, but if you're going off of – uh, experience on the defensive line, it would be Daniels, Daniels, Ben Stilley, and DeAndre Thomas. DeAndre Thomas looked good this last couple yes, of games. Yes, he really did. I'm he excited did. for DeAndre Thomas. Ben Stilley, I'm still. What was, what was his breakout game? Was it Iowa or did, was it? Uh, he had the. Uh, or was it Wisconsin? I don't remember. I think it was Iowa. He was the one. He was the only one that got into the backfield. Made like three or four really big plays right. for us. He's the only one that got into the backfield and got a TFL. Yeah. So that was no, not and, he, and he wrapped up and tackled. He came on late in the year. Yeah. For sure. Um what do you think about Gunner? Who? Gunner Nelson. Or Garrett Nelson. I was like <laughs> who the hell is Gunner Nelson? Garrett Nelson, uh, I love him. I love his. Well, he is a gunner. Yeah, yeah. So. I love his enthusiasm. Yeah, his love for the game. It's just, it's electrifying. I just wish the whole team was like that. Yeah, it would be great. Uh, you would think a guy like that could get a lot of people riled up and ready to go. Mm-hmm. And you know, he might not be the most athletic out there, but he's going to try the hardest. Don't you agree? Oh yeah, yeah. He's a he's a head down, 
Oh yeah, go for the ball type of a guy. So I'm I'm excited to see what he does next few years. Yeah, me too. Um, let me see here. Rest on offense. Uh, Marvin Scott, Sevion Morrison. Really excited to see those guys. What do you think about Ronald Tompkins? Well, I think. Um. I feel like he's just going to be an injury-prone player. Because what was it in his... It, Which one? Ronald Hopkins. Okay. When he was in high school, he had an ACL. Yes. Two ACLs on yes. both legs. So, <laughs> it's like... Yeah. Uh, it's fair. You know, it's like, is he ever going to see the field? I hope he does. Yeah, it's fair because to have they skepticism. Because they said if he went got injured that year... So many teams are going to be coming after him. Mm-hmm. And he got injured, and he was already committed to Nebraska at that time. But, and we honored it. And we honored it. So what if he hits? If he hits, it's we're going to look like geniuses. Yeah. Hopefully. I hope so. Um, I, I, I was more excited for him than I was Ramir Johnson. What do you think about uh, Turner Corcoran and all the, all the hype he's been getting? I mean – I'm super stoked for him, and I love the fact that he can play. That what they're he can what play I, the whole line. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that is, that's awesome. I mean, because if somebody goes down and they can plug him anywhere. So have you heard uh, if they have a preference on which side of the line he's on, left or right? What what Ben Hart's right. I think he is left. I believe Ben Hart's going to move to right tackle and they'll right. move. Right. No, Ben Hart's right going to be guard. right tackle. And then, yeah, Farniak will be guard, right, right guard. And then you have. Uh, left tackle. Left, is, uh, left tackle would be. Uh, Hymas. Hymas. And then who's the other guard? Hickson? Yeah. Or Gaylord. Oh, Gaylord. That's right. No, Gaylord played right. It, doesn't ma- played. it don't matter. He can play probably either one. It's he's he got his matters. you know he got he got his sixth year he got his sixth right year I, I'm ex- you know what I'm so excited for that yeah I am too I was really excited to yeah. hear that he was coming back most people were like oh who cares it's like I'm, that was almost on he's this, a good player that was dude. I think that was the same day that Darian Chase entered his name into the transfer portal probably so we got bad news followed with good news well the kid's got to do what he's got to do for himself. Yeah, you know, well, sounds you know, like it. It wasn't football related, right? But he said he wanted to be closer to home, his mom or somebody. He's got, he's got sick. some personal things going on too with him. So now the only question is, if he ends up at say NC State, then I will question everything he put on that tweet. What do you think he is Harrison Beck? <laughs> <laughs> he ain't Harrison Beck. <laughs> Well, I'm just saying, if he ends up on the, you know, the East Coast, yeah. he's from the West Coast. Yeah. Then I'd be like, okay, I think that was all full of crap. No, it sounds sounds like he's got some personal stuff to deal with, and you know what? Go deal with it. You know, more of the life. Yeah, of I can't football. blame him for that. And he's he he probably saw everything that was coming in with bets and Manning sure. and. It's a deep class. It's going to be. But we've had deep classes before that they don't hit. I mean, they got still got to develop and get better. You know, I'm not, how many, I'm not worried about bets and Omar Manning. I but think how they'll many be times fine. have we seen guys come in that just stay the same as they were out of high school and don't progress and get better? I mean, that's okay. But gotta, who are you talking? Are you better. talking about? I'm you just know, saying in general. Uh, well, yeah, okay. But are you talking about you know your 
your low three, high three stars. I mean, these guys. These Do you are, think Marlon Lucky ever developed? Marlon Lucky more was it? Okay, five star. No, four star. Yes. But he came in as a five star. He came never, in as five. He never got any better than what he was. In uh, his school. junior year was his best year, and he had damn near a thousand yards receiving. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he had a good career. It's just he could have done. If way he would, okay, okay. If he would have had, uh, if he would have only been a three star coming out, his career would be looked phenomenal. Off. Yeah, it would be looked phenomenal. Uh, totally different. Because, overachiever, right? Overachiever. Whereas since he was a five star, yep. Underachieved. He underachieved. But yeah. I think he still had a good career at Nebraska. Great year for any average person. But when you come in with high expectations, yeah. you got to be able to develop into, you know, if you're a five-star, chances are you're going to be playing Sundays. And when he you don't. He never did. No. That wasn't even close. <laughs> not so, even close. So. <laughs> <laughs> And it's not like we had terrible offensive linemen with Bill Callahan either. We had a great line. No, we we had a good offense. Yeah. So, but let we digress. Let's not dive into the past. Um, yeah. What else you got for? So, what would be a disappointment to you um, from spring ball? What like what would have to happen in spring ball for you to be disappointed? Oh, <laughs> at this point, if the defense is. Killing the offense and practice wouldn't look good, because um, the defense well, kind of like last year. Yeah, they they lost a lot, but you never know; they could be better this year. Uh, you know, that's a, it's really hard to say because you really don't get much out of spring. You know, you just yeah. get tidbits here and there, and then the spring sure. game is just uh, you know. But that's also why I'm not projecting. You know, like everyone wants to talk about season, 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 and it's like let's just focus on spring ball for right now. Right. You know what I mean? What's let's take let's let's look at spring ball and see what what is a what's a positive we can take out of it? What's a negative we can take out of it? Let's just focus on the small tangible goals right now rather than getting into what ifs and projecting through the season. Yeah, I don't want to get into the kind of like what ESPN. Yeah, yeah, FPI, FPIs, yeah, yeah. Frick, putting us at twenty-two. Let the yeah. Kool Aid begin again, you know. Yeah, <laughs> sure. I thought we were gonna, you know, we after a- last year, I figured we were gonna take it down a notch. Well, let's be honest, we drank enough Kool Aid the way it is without ESPN. Do, do, ESPN do, do, could tell me I'm finishing at sixtieth, and I would tell. Do, them do you wonder if they wrong. maybe just do that for clickbait? Of course, that's the only reason why they do it. It's because we're a high fan base, and we'll click on anything that says that we're good. So that's why they do it. Yeah, it's a hundred percent. And, and that's what I think it is because it'll it'll get more subscriptions and yeah. yada yada yada. Because Nebraska fans are crazy, man. And there's there's podcasts that are pure hype. There's podcasts that are pure hate. We are just gonna stay in our lane, which is how we are in real life. We're just gonna stay right down the middle. Sure, we're gonna overreact and underreact to certain things, but. You know, I th- I think for the most part we we maintain it down the middle and keep it relatively realistic. Yeah. You know, so it is what it is. Um, I guess for other guys that I'm pretty excited about, um, you know, we got a lot of defensive guys. Um, we got Nash coming in. I really like Nash. Um, Keyshawn Green, Marcus Fleming, Jaden Francois. Um. 
Tava Marga Clemens. Oh, I think that guy. I, I keep forgetting about that guy. He's going to be pretty good. for that guy. He, he, uh, is he inside or outside? He is outside. Okay. He is outside. Um, and your boy, um, Honus, he's inside, isn't he? Yes. Okay. I was about to say, if he was yes. inside, he might be looking for a new job. No. Don't you ever <laughs> talk about, don't talk about Nick like that. Nick? Will. Jeez. What? I'm look. I'm looking at Nico Cooper right oh. now on the computer. <laughs> I'm literally looking at Nico Cooper on the recruiting list. Oh, man. Sorry. Um, but, no, yeah, Will Honus is a beast, and I don't ever want to hear you say a bad thing about him ever. I didn't life. say anything bad about him. Well, you shouldn't because I'll – I was just saying he, he should be worried. I will reach over this table and string at you with my microphone cord, sir. So, there you go. But, no, you got Nico Cooper coming in, Ronald Delancey. Oh, Delancey, I really like Gifford. I like Delancey. Gifford. Um, I really am excited to watch Taman Lynham yep. because how everyone counted him out. He's got a big chip, chip on, on his shoulder. shoulder. Yep. Yeah. I think that guy's gonna be gonna be one to watch for sure. So I'm really excited. Really excited about this class. It was a great class. Yeah. I'm excited for next year's class, too. I think it could be even better. Well, yeah. Um, I get hyped up on the rankings, of course, during, you know, signing period. Um, but it's all about how they end up. And well, it'll all take care of itself once we start winning. You know? True. You're going to get. I do get excited to see how these guys are ranked and then how they do develop and end up, especially the guys that are only three stars and end up, you know, becoming really good in, like, the NFL right. and everything like that. Right. I love I love following like, guys uh, like that. Like Prince Amakamara. He just was, got dropped he was, today. Well, that's fine, but he, you know, he was a stud at Nebraska, but he was just a three-star. First-round draft pick. Yep, first-round draft pick. He had a great NFL career. Yep. Uh Somebody's going to pick him up. You know that. Oh, yeah. 100%. Uh, yeah. So. Bears are just making cap space. Yeah. It's that time of the year. It is. It is. Which, you know, look for us in March. March will be more of our, because um, um, we do do half Huskers, half NFL. So March will be more of our NFL podcast where we do free agency and more uh, the what okay. if. I love what ifs more with NFL. I'd like than to I call this college. more 75% Nebraska football, sure. 25% yeah. NFL cuz it seems like we only spend what 15 minutes maybe on NFL. Yeah. Yeah. During the season. During the season. Off season. Off season it, it's yeah. No, well, off season you have so many topics. Exactly. You have more topics in the NFL. Free agency, right. trades. Right. That's that's when things get real. Draft. Right, draft. Oh, oh speaking of draft, wait. what do you think our guys going to the combine? We're probably good. We got guy. four. Who we got think? four this year. I think Lamar's a lock to get drafted. Well, right? Lamar's a lock, and I think. Um, probably Darian. No, I Khalil? think Khalil will be a lock. Yeah, I think least, Carlos is one the, the only one that doesn't get drafted. Right. Uh, well, if if it. If uh, Daniels does, it'll be late. I think you Lamar, don't think Khalil gets drafted late. I think Khalil. Well, Seventh okay, rounder. it'll it'll be late. It'll probably be like fifth or sixth, sixth. 
uh, Lamar will be in the first at least four. I think Lamar's a day three guy, like third round. Right, third Third or fourth. fourth. Right. Um, Even though some places have him projected as a first rounder, which was – Stanley Morgan was projected to go in the second round last year and didn't even get drafted. Yeah, I don't – At this point in the process. I don't know what to think anymore. So I think Lamar goes third or fourth round. I think Darian goes probably sixth. And I think Khalil has a chance to go seventh. Signed to a practice squad. I don't know about Carlos. Carlos is. Depends on how they do in the combine. Carlos's practice squad. Uh, well, Khalil was lighting it up at the. He was. Um, That's why I think he has a chance to get drafted Bowl. in the seventh. Yeah, he was lighting it up, and Darian. If you've seen him recently, he's lost a few pounds. I don't know why, considering he's a nose tackle. Um, Just tighten up a little bit for combine training. I guess. He'll put it back. I think he's, yeah, I think more or less he's doing that to yes. get good numbers Speed. at the combine. Yes, yep. cone drills. Yep. Yeah. Because I don't think that, you know, you want him to be bigger. Well, you're doing specific training for the combine. Right. That's all it is. Yeah. He lost 20 pounds. That's why I don't put as much stock into the combine, though, because you're you're doing all these you're training specifically for it rather than training for NFL right. it's, it's, play. It's a numbers game when it comes to the combine. Exactly. So these guys that run these sweet 40s and everything like that, well, when they get back into football shape, they're not necessarily the same numbers. You know yeah, what I mean? No. So it's just – And especially when you got pads on. Yeah, it's just underwear contest. Now, now, yeah, now if they did the combine with all your pads on and everything – That'd be sweet. That would be fun to watch. That would be sweet. Just an idea. I'll send him an email. Yeah, we'll we'll see how far that gets. Hey, Sammy responded. That's true. <laughs> Thank you, Sammy. Shout out to Sammy. So, all right. Um, anything else you got? Uh, well, like I was mentioning earlier about the twenty twenty one class. There's a few guys that I I really would love. To Henry. Get. Well, Henry's we already in. have him. Oh, Fedone. Fedoni. Fedoni. Thomas Fedoni. Is it pronounced Fedoni? It's Fedoni. Okay. Uh, Terrence Lewis, the five-star. I don't think he's coming. I think that's more it doesn't of a matter. Pi- Micah Parsons type of a deal. Where he's just trying to get attention. Yeah, and a Braxton Sutton. But he's friends with um, Fleming and... We've had that before. <sighs> that's true. We've had that before. Mike Shaver from hey, 24-7 don't, said don't, that. don't, don't. No, I'm just going off of what Mike Schaefer, who's an actual beat writer from Nebraska and has way more inside ties than we do. Yes, I'm well aware of who he is. No, I'm just saying he has <laughs> way more ties than we do. Yeah, I know. And he's saying let's, let's – Calm it down. Yeah, I, I think – you think he's just going after likes? He said that Fedoni, he's – Well, he's been a lifelong Husker fan. He's he's really confident in him. He's, you know, he's kind of – um, another one that it, it's really interesting to me is Avante Dickerson out of Omaha. Yes. Because he, he's been blowing up lately. Yes. And eh, I don't know if we get him. I really don't. Really? I don't. Why? Who's his other offers? Dude. He Everyone? Like LSU, Alabama. Yeah. I mean, you name it. Texas A&M. Why do you think we don't get him? You think it depends on how our season goes? I think it will. I really do. Um, what, do what kind of season do we need to have in order to land him? At least eight and four, for Christ's sakes. Eight wins, you think yeah. so? It's a tough schedule. It is a very tough schedule. But Purdue's no walkover no. first game. Cincinnati's no Cincinnati. walkover. 
Uh, South the, Dakota State. Yes. They're going to walk over. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what was it? They they came out with strength of schedule. I think we were number two. Probably. Yeah. Number two. It. And I can't even remember who was No, we one. had like number two Notre returning. Dame, maybe. We had number two, we were number two on returning offensive players. No, this uh, yes, that's true too. But strength of schedule, I think they had us down as number two. Is that right? Yeah. It's a tough schedule. Well, yeah, you look at our back five: what Minnesota, Wisconsin, Ohio State, uh, Penn State, yeah, and Iowa. Yes. Or did I already say Iowa? <laughs> I can't remember. Uh, I'll pull it up real fast. Central Michigan's, yeah, you know they're not terrible. That's supposed to be our easy. Them and Illinois and Northwestern are supposed to be our easiest games. Oh, we do get Rutgers. So okay, so we go Purdue, Central Michigan, South Dakota State, Cincinnati, and then we get Northwestern, Illinois, Rutgers. So that's a nice little, nice little break in October to help us out before we fall right into. Ohio State, Penn State, Iowa, Wisconsin, and then Nebraska. So that's Nebraska. I mean Minnesota, Jesus. So that's kind of a tough one there. Um so that's but at least we get that little bit of a break there in October to help us out. So Purdue's no slouch We're looking at um I don't know, that one's tough to call. Central Michigan hopefully is a win. Or should be a win. South Dakota State, they're no pushover, but hopefully a win. Cincinnati, I don't know. Northwestern should be a win. Illinois should be a win. Rutgers should be a win. And then we get into the tough slate of it all. Okay, so the first seven games are are winnable. Best chances to win. So say we come out of that five and two. I'd say six and one. You want to come out of that bowl eligible. Yeah, you're right. But I think somewhere along the even if we come out five and two. But I think we can beat Wisconsin and Iowa. That's what I'm saying. I think we were even in if those we come games. Out, yeah, even if we come out five and two, I feel I still feel we'll be all right. We yeah. can either win seven or eight games. I mean, we might, you know, because uh, even Penn State, uh, they lost a lot this this next year, didn't they? No. Oh, you mean returning players? Right. Right. I don't know. I didn't. I have, don't follow them. Ohio State's going to kill us. I we know that. Um, more than likely. Yeah. Um, Minnesota. All depends on who's still rowing the boat. Yeah. They're they, losing Tyler they're, Johnson. Well, they but they still got that other stud wide yeah. receiver. Well, they're still losing a lot too, compared to what we're losing. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, um, I don't even remember what we're talking about. Minnesota. Minnesota. Um, yeah, they lost a lot on defense is what they lost. they're losing, I believe. Okay. Even though their defense, well, they made us look stupid. but um, We made ourselves look stupid. I might well, have. yeah. <laughs> all, right, all right. Either way. Uh, we, you know, like I said, eight and four, I feel, I would feel – very good about. Yeah, I'd be I'd be cool with that. Um so okay. So we're getting into season stuff. What do you what else do you have for spring? Anything? No, I got nothing else. Okay. Alright, well we'll just go ahead and kinda of wrap this up then and we'll get back at you guys here in March during the free agency period. 
Um, talk a little NFL. As best say, we got nothing on NFL. We'll hit right. on. We'll hit on combine. I mean, I have. I have future you know things i'm looking forward to in the draft and stuff but we'll hit more on that after the combine um and then with free agency because free agency dictates how the draft goes too so yeah um but so expect another two month layoff no from it's us. in march uh, so about a month yeah okay so a month about a month um we'll be back but i'll be coming out you know coming out hot yeah Guns ablazing on the <laughs> on the NFL draft and free agency, so um, that's pretty much all it'll. But then we'll be have about. spring game hype for that, and then we'll have another one after the spring game. Yep, and, and then, then results of the draft. Draft, and then it'll probably won't be till we might hit a summer. No, one. we well, no, we can do it when they start practice. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just kind of our off season schedule. Um, I know we don't go week to week like. A lot of the Some of the do. other bigger ones, but we're, you know, if you guys know what's going on basketball, basketball and baseball, if you want to. So we're not going to hit on that, but um, that's not our expertise. Yeah, but um, look for us again in March. That uh, that post combine and NFL free agency pre draft one will be, will be a good one. So um, yeah, until then, enjoy and uh, go big red. Drink the Kool Aid. <laughs>